Welcome back to the My Love of Golf podcast, everyone. Thanks for tuning in once again for another episode in our 2020 series of the My Love of Golf podcast. It is with great pleasure that we have our man back. He's been up in FNQ. For those of you listening in and tuning in from overseas, that is FNQ for far north Queensland. He's been on a sojourn, a sabbatical. Before he starts a new gig, it's our man Rocket. He joins us on this Australia Day and Australia Day long weekend. It is a happy Australia Day. But before we get to talk to Rocket, let's hear Rocket's theme tune. Rocket, how are you, my good man? I'm fantastic, Roscoe. Mate, I'm fantastic. It's great I'm to have home. It's great to have you back. It is great to have you back. I've missed you. It's been when did we last talk? I think you were in. You weren't in FNQ, but you were definitely in the Q part of that. You were in where were you? Oh, I was in the flight. We had uh, family in the flight path at Coolangatta uh, Airport. That's what we did. That's right. We had to stop every five minutes for uh, <laughs> VJ VJ seven 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 coming in from hot from Sydney. <laughs> Oh See, we bring it to you everywhere, folks. Um, mate, it's great to have you back down in Victoria and uh, looking forward to catching up with you. But as I said, it's Australia Day long weekend and in the golfing world, it is definitely Australia Day. What a weekend. It's huge. It's huge. I thought I was going to lead off and talk about the Super Bowl for the next uh, 20 minutes because my San Francisco 49ers are playing on uh, Monday in the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. But some Australians decided to uh, basically, you know, shadow that uh, that discussion and go ahead and win some big tournaments around the world. Mate, and here we were when we were signing off saying, you know, when will we catch up again? I'll be back from, you know, sometime in January. No, it's probably going to be pretty quiet anyway, you know, early start of the year and blah, blah. Not much will happen. Well, no. it's basically Australia's taken over the golfing world. I thought January would be one of those months where – you know, not a lot happens. You know, there'll be lots of different players that won't be playing some of the top ones and, you know, it won't be that eventful. But I've been keeping an eye on stuff and not only has there been some great content from a few of my content creators out there, <laughs> but also the Australians have been absolutely tearing it up. I think 2020 could be a bit of Aussie, Aussie, oi, oi, all year. Now, we'll, we'll start back a couple of weeks now it's it's older news now but we may as well just talk about it anyway because it came out that our guy cam smith who won uh, what did he win the sony was it the sony at wild yeah the sony walkman classic the sony walkman classic if you were born before uh 1990 uh you probably don't yep. know what a sony walkman is but you know think about it best, inv- best invention ever and uh, you think about an iPod. Well, think about putting a tape player into an iPod that was about the size of a small lunchbox and having to carry that around with a small, very un-audio centric set of headphones. That was that was a Sony Walkman. Well, anyway. And you were rich if you had the tape player that could do reverse. <laughs> well, as you like to do, and you should continue by all means giving everything a funny name because that's what people love about you, Rocket. And I've been told that personally a number <laughs> of times. The Sony Walkman Classic. Let's just call it that. Cam Smith. So he won that, and uh, it was in a it was a great field. Tough conditions at times in that uh, tournament. But Seth Rayner, of course, re, uh, re- restored by uh, Tom Doak as best as he could, mm-hmm. because plenty of other what we'll call it hack professionals have 
had had their way with the course, but um, bringing it back as close to is what it was designed. So it is a really good course on tough conditions as well. It's like Bermuda rough there is nice and thick. Uh, can be quite windy. So yeah, it did um, it was quite difficult. We had uh, Cam watch happening there because we also had um, young Cam Davis finished. I think he finished in the top ten, but he was thereabouts in the leaderboard. But Cameron Smith taking out the Sony Walkman Classic, absolutely fantastic. Considering some of the stories that were leaking out uh, around um, uh, young Cameron had said back in the President's Cup. Do you think that's a bit of an American conspiracy theory? That uh, well, not conspiracy theory, but uh, you know, to leave that relatively untouched post-President's Cup to bring it out, you know, when the young Aussie gets in contention in the early PGA Tour season. Do you think they just dropped that in there just to try and unsettle uh, us, the Aussie charge? Well, the story came out actually in I think it was the one of the Australian golf magazines. So I reckon it'd be one of those things where. So for people that have been living under a rock, um, so we had um, Coward of the County, uh, Kenny Rogers, a.k.a. Patrick Reed, uh, being called a cheater by Cam Smith before the President's Cup. And the story goes that apparently the PGA Tour officials uh, pulled Cam aside during President's Cup and gave him a warning for calling Patrick Reed what he actually is. So the warning was he would get a suspension so if he did it again or did something similar, that he would get a suspension, you know, call it could be a month, two months, three months, a fine. So a higher penalty than the person who actually got his kids shovel and spade and dug looking for iron ore in a bunker. Ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And, the you know, I guess the other ridiculous part about that, it gave a little bit more airtime to – the low point of 2019 in the eyes of many uh, people in the golfing world. But let's move on from that. But Cam, yep. Cam did a great job to get that win, mate. Fantastic. For his first solo win, his previous win on the PGA Tour was a team event in Zurich, the Zurich Classic, I think it is. Um, so his first solo win, which is massive. So And it'll be a good boost for the young man. He's a doesn't hit it long, but he just does know how to golf his ball, and he's just, you know, as he showed in the President's Cup, he's just a gritty fighter. He is. He's just a fighter. I love him. Well, he certainly indeed is. In his well, indeed to us at the My Love of Golf podcast, uh, we love his. Uh, I love his style. I love his. Uh, he looks like a sixteen-year-old. He looks no different to when Still, he was sixteen-year-old. <laughs> and he wears his hat like a sixteen-year-old as well. He loved- all he needs to do is probably just drop his pants halfway down around his ankles, you know, give him a skateboard and he'll be fine. <laughs> I can't Stick do- him outside Flinders Street Station, done. I can't do that, but I am a fan of the flat bill cap, as the <laughs> as you've seen, Rocket. I am usurping <laughs> the, the age requirements that are illegally allowed to uh, use that cap in some states, but I still run it, so that's why I love Cam, <laughs> that he runs a flat bill, and so do I. The, the Ricky Ricky flat bills. But uh, the PGA Tour might try might have tried to have gag uh, Cam, the Aussie, but they didn't gag us on the results uh, this weekend, mate. There was uh, what a spectacular weekend of golf from the two Australians oh. either either side of the globe. Oh, unbelievable. You have Jamie is probably trying to pick himself up off the floor right now, you know, because it was a bit of a nail biter. So we had Lucas Herbert, you know, winning for the first time 
you know, he had a very tough 2019, you know, I watched the playoff and like the second shot he hit on, um, on the playoff hole. And, and you know what, if anyone, you know, so I guess we're lucky it's uh, yourself and I know Jamie, um, but anyone that's been listening to and is not, I will call it a shameless plug, but it's just true fact is that anyone that's been listening to, you know, Jamie's words of absolute wisdom on the um, the Mental Mastery podcast and think about the shot that Lucas hit, then his reaction, then the shot that he hit after that hitting in the water and, and then his reaction post-win, like, that is, you, you just look at that and you just go, he's, he's implementing all the things that he's been working on with change. It's just those simple things, right? How do you get past the shot? How to, you know, stay in the moment? You know, even if you've hit a bad one, accept it and move on to the next one and not let it affect your results. You know, it's, I feel proud not only for Lucas because I've played, not directly with, but I've seen Lucas coming up through the ranks when he was a wee whippersnapper um, through my pennant days and stuff like that. And then understanding the relationship between uh, Lucas and Jamie and seeing the results, I I can't be prouder for two people on the planet. Um, One I don't know directly, but one I know personally, I think it's massive. So just that win without anything else, I would have been more than happy, but we obviously got more than we bargained for for us Australians. But just purely that win is huge and it's going to do wonders for his confidence and I guess we could probably expect maybe a big 2020 um, for, from from Lucas because you know his 2018 on the European Tour was big, got his way up into you know just bordering on the top 50 in the world. Can this spur him on to just have a good run to play his way into the majors, to playing more majors in in 2020? So I'm sure that'll be on his list of goals for 2020. I'm sure. Oh, definitely, and pretty clear that Herbie's a confidence player. You know, you just have to look at the style, the way he gets about the golf course, the way he attacks everything. You know, there's no, there's not a lot of laying back with Herbie. And you know, right. like you, I don't know Herbie. I've never, I've never met him, but you know, have watched his uh, rise to ascension from a young boy in Bendigo. You know, he attacks everything, and confidence when you are a, an attacking nature can just build momentum. And you saw that with him in 2018, and I attribute many a late night uh, on a Sunday night uh, to Lucas Herbert, watching him roll the rock, you know, sinking putts from downtown, bombing drives past, you know, numerous, you know, well-established uh, long so bombers, long. getting getting the plaudits of the commentary team, um, you know, and as he as he, you know, rightfully so, earned place of uh, in the golfing landscape. Now move forward to 2019 it's no secret that he had a challenging year you know his results didn't didn't go the way that uh, he wanted to and you could say his confidence was was rocked a little bit and there's reports you know the interviews a couple of interviews that he did where you know he had thoughts about you know his um position you know as a as a global you know elite golfer and he and jamie and the rest of his team you know dom and uh his um i think simone his fitness uh person you know he has he has very much a team oriented approach to his golf uh they did some great work and and i've had a little bit of a behind the you know curtain but you know jamie's confidences with all of his clients are very very high and um but i do know that they've put a lot of work in and you know had a lot of you know, big reassessment at the end of last year 
and what hopefully what we're seeing now is definitely the the fruits of the work that he's done off the course in practice in preparation and in, in his mind and as you rightfully rightfully say uh, rocket you know i think the way that he held himself over that final two um, playoff holes and after binning it in the water and just having almost a laugh and just you know, moving on and just resetting. I can't talk about that environment. I've never been there. You've never been there. We've been our own versions of that. But what I can talk about and I have spoken about previously is the benefit that I've been able to get from hanging out with and partnering alongside Jamie in the Mental Mastery Golf Podcast. As you know, I'm the co-host, Rocket. Um, playing those Wellness Wednesdays and just watching Jamie. You know, the funny thing is for me around the Mental Mastery uh, Golf Podcast I've only really started to pick Jamie's brain since we started doing that. You know, we'd just play golf as, you know, two mates and just play golf. And I'd never really pick his brains about how do I get better at these parts of the game because that's that was his work and he was just to play golf like I was playing golf and just getting away. But since doing the podcast with him, you know, I've got this insight and it's so beneficial to me and people who listen to that podcast are getting great rewards out of it. This isn't a plug for the podcast, so it's just more to bring context around what happens in the life of someone like a Lucas Herbert, you know, working with a mental performance coach can do and how, how it can change your game. And I've yep. sort of had a little bit of behind the curtain sort of glimpse into well, how, how that it, benefits me. And uh, it's not, not only that, you, th- you look at, it's not only Lucas, you look at his other student, yeah. Ryan Ruffles. Yeah. Like he has had a t- he has had a horror run injury wise and yep. struggles and stuff like that, and had Lucas and Ryan were probably the two preeminent amateur golfers at the time in Victoria. You know, you can see every everyone's path and journey is completely different. You can see the results starting to appear for Ryan because the kid can ball like yeah. he is. He's got he's got so much talent. It's not even funny, you know, the, the, the difference of the mental side of it. You know, Jamie and I have talked about this, I said, you know, from my time coming up through the ranks many, many eons ago, is that the mental side of it was there, but it's not treated like it is now. And I still think they haven't even scratched the surface as the importance of it as in how you work on your game. It was a it was a great win by Herbie and that little pitch shot from the, from the uh, you know, the drop zone, to stiff, oh. it, stiff it in there to hold hold oh. it out and force it to the second one. And Christian Bazoiden, oh. Christian Bazoiden hurts no slouch. You know he's a he's a he's a ripper of a player. And he had a little fall at the seventy second hole where he uh, ripped it back into the water, and that was a mistake, a genuine mistake. But um, yeah, that was a that's a tough close of that hole. And you know he's no slouch. He's won last year. But uh, just to see the composure. But you know, for me, I was so happy. I, I had a little, you know, one of those moments on the couch late at night where I sort of fell asleep with my phone in my hand and my computer on my lap. And <laughs> I was like, oh, what, what's happened there? My phone had just fallen out of my face. Oh, my on, circadian on a, rhythms yeah, are out. <laughs> on, on my face. But um, just to hear the commentary team uh, talking about Jamie and mentioning uh, that Lucas had been in touch with them and they'd been speaking. And, and, and I know because I was in touch with Jamie as it was happening that, you know, Alison was on, on in touch with him and, uh, so, but just to see the recognition that Jamie's got through the last twenty-four hours, or not even twenty-four well hours yet, is, is well, deserved. well deserved. You know, his his name's there, and you know who knows what that means for uh, for him. Let's hope that for us, he and I, and somewhat yourself, Rocket, but he and I on the Mental Mastery Golf Podcast, that that uh, gets gives us a little spike in the listenership. Uh, and if you haven't listened to the Mental Mastery Golf Podcast, please do get on it. And get small, on it. No promises, no promises, but. Uh, 
even if they just listen to the Brain Hacks episode 500 yeah. times, I've yeah. already yeah. applied, like, my little videos, like, because I, I'm not allowed to bring my golf clubs away with me when we go on holidays. Um, so every night, I reckon I had my little videos on my putting and, and my irons. I was watching those 15, 20 times a night. Yep. Look, we'll just finally finish on, on the work that Jamie does. But if you do want to hear more about the lead up to, you know, Herbie's win and some of the things that he may have been going through, then tune into the next episode because I spoke to Jamie this morning and I said, look, Jamie, I said the Herbie episode was always going to come, you know, when he was going to get a win or something. It was, we were always going to have a like a Herbie-type episode and and maybe uh, this week's the time to do it on the back of the win. So, Absolutely. So Latch onto it. Tune into wave and momentum. Yep, tune into this week's episode. Uh, we'll record that later in the week. But, uh, yeah, we just thought we'd uh, give all concerned in that camp a massive shout-out and uh, all close to us and, uh, and well-deserved. So... Wasn't the only win. So we go to bed at sort of 1, 2 o'clock in the morning last night and then we get up this morning, uh, West Coast USA, they're still playing and we turn it on and there's our boy. Moa man. Your Moa man, Leash. My my, law, my my lawn spirit guide, Mark Leishman, absolutely <laughs> tore it up. Big finish. Massive birdie on the last to, to win by one over, uh, over the thumb. <laughs> the thumb. Okay, uh, have you been crafting new names in your uh, no, layaway? Well, Moa Man, I just came up with now for Leash. No, that's that's pretty but obvious. The, yeah. the, th- the thumb for John Rahm, that one's been around for a while. How, the thumb? Why does he get the thumb? Because he looks like a thumb. <laughs> you look at his head. He's got the biggest square head. Like you just you just look up, just look up a. Th- you look at your thumb, and you look at a picture of John Rahm. He looks like your thumb. <laughs> Oh, so, sorry, everyone. I'm I'm not even going to edit out me giggling on fair. I've never heard that before, Rocket. But that's uh, ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is one of the that is one of the elite players of our game, and you're refer- referring to him as the thumb. The thumb. He does. He looks like a thumb. If he ever meets you, Rocket, he will he will squash you with that thumb. And that's that's how strong and how big he is. And you know, he would squash you with that thumb. Well, you know, we've heard stories about John Rahm. Oh dear, I, don't, I don't think I want to go there. No. So, Leash, didn't hit many fairways in the last round. Maybe only three, I think, was the, the stat. But was number one in putting for definitely for the last round, but maybe for the week, was just rolled the dots off the rock on the greens. If Which, your short game is good at Torrey Pines, you're going to win. I'm I'm going to assume, and I didn't see much of it, but I'm going to assume that it's Poana down there, yeah? I don't know what they have at Torrey Pines. I, I think it's quite a boring Course slash layout. Mm. I don't think I don't think they've got power down there. Yeah, right. I think they've got something else. Okay. I could be completely wrong, but I don't think they've got power. Well, you know, on the uh, west coast of the USA, which is you know, has varying weather conditions now, from from morning to afternoon. So to go out there, oh, and especially to, down there, it could yeah. be massive fog roll through in the yeah. morning, and it could be frosty. So that just changes the conditions uh, for all concerned. But uh, to roll the dots off the rock on the greens down there is uh, is fantastic. It does look a bit boring that course. Uh, I've I've got it on uh, E six on the simulators, and uh, it's it's not everyone's favourite to play, especially the. Uh, no, it's it's not because I think it's an ordinary course, and then unfortunately, you know they've had some renovations done to it recently by Reese Jones. Um, I don't know, maybe he. I put in some more crappy bunkers or something like that. Um, 
because they're getting it prepared for the US Open in a couple of years. Uh, can't even see. Usually, I'm looking it up. Usually, they say what sort of grass they have, but there's nothing. But was there any other uh, standout behaviours or performances in that uh, tournament that you want to make uh, note of, other than Leisha's win betting uh, John Rahm? The, the, big, uh, the big boys were up there. Rory, yeah, Rory, um, Rory quite couldn't uh, Yeah, Anakin. Yeah, <laughs> Anakin was about. Yeah. Anakin was about. You know, Coward of the County was, a, you know, he was a few back. He was around about. So, uh, the, um, there was scuttlebutt that basically the last 36 holes, the uh, PGA Tour didn't show one shot from the Coward of the County. Oh, really? So she's just calling Kenny Rogers. I'm just calling Kenny Rogers. It'd be easier. Kenny Rogers, Patrick, Patrick Reed, Kenny Rogers. Um, so yeah, so he he was in the up on the top of the leaderboard and not a shot shown. So I think there might be a little bit of okay. Uh, it's either they don't want anyone. It's either they're trying to ignore it, or they're like, we can't show anything because if we show any footage and he does something dodgy again, like tapping down stuff in the rough. Uh, it's going to blow up, so they might be doing all those sort of things. Don't yeah. know. Um, well, that's that has been widely reported from you know one of his earlier ventures that you know that three wood story of I can't remember what course it was. Peter Costas, yeah, Peter it was Costas, uh, Beth, it Beth was Page, Beth Page Black or something like that, and yeah, it was the Barclays. Barclays, and it's, yeah. it's on YouTube. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, ridiculous. And so then uh, Fino. Apart from that, Bubba. Charlie Hoffman, your boy yeah. Max Homer. Yeah, he played all right, actually. It was really good. Tiger, Hope Tiger. No slouch, your man Tiger. Oh, the fact that he shoots nine under on that course, considering where he's, how he plays golf now, I'm okay with that. Yeah. The fact that he made the card, I was surprised because I thought he would not play that event because, like, it's not, it's not designed for him anymore. Yeah. It is absolutely not designed for him. No, it's so, great. great to see him out there. He got a fair bit of coverage. Uh, who else yeah. was up there? Uh, Bo Hosler, Buck Rogers, uh, Jason. The under, uh, underwriter. Under, Jason Day. Um, <laughs> the underwriter. Ke- Ke- Keegan Bradley, the slowest player in the world. The, the young guns. Uh, no, he's not. He's not the slowest player in the world. JB Holmes is. Yeah, that's, oh, sorry. That was in the rundown. That was Keegan Bradley and then JB Holmes, who was the slowest player Pace in the car. world. Yeah, Pace Car. Pace, sorry. I, I've got to get, you've got to write down the, these names, Rocket, so I can get, <laughs> I can post them up here on the My Love of Golf uh, HQ personal storyboard so I can be in touch with the names and get in sync with them because I'm I'm behind the, behind the pace. Like JB Holmes, uh, my boy Rusty Knox, Rusty Knox was up there at uh, minus six. He's been toiling around and playing okay of late, uh, but here's here's the one, and showed some promise early doors in his return to the PGA Tour and T twenty one. It's not not to be scoffed at minus six, CB. Zachy Blair, Zach Blair, especially on that course too. It's definitely not built for him. Well, he had a he had a did he have a share uh, the week before over in Hawaii? Did he have a, he had like a he was, uh, he like was there about he was there about in Sony, uh, but I think the uh, I have to from it's only I'm drawing from memory, so listeners can either shoot me down on this one, but I think he was there about and there's the wind the weather on the Saturday um, was quite nasty and. Um, Played havoc with the field, and I think he sort of um, dropped dropped out of there. 
Um, he's performed, I think, you know, a couple of first times on PGA Tour, he's performed well at the Sony Open. It's kind of, it's the it's right sort of course for him. It's quite tight, narrow, can be difficult. Um, but, yeah, I think the course over the weekend um, had, did a bit of a number on him. Just on uh, Zach, the Zach Blair thread there, I had a game of golf the other week with um, one of Zach's mates. Oh, really? Yeah, he was out here visiting Australia and uh, the former GM of Sweetens Cove. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So which nice. is which is the home of Zach's event at the the Ringer there a couple of times over and uh, nice. yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good it was pretty good to hear about Sweetens Cove you know you would have loved it uh, to hear about the development of uh, you know essentially a, a craft nine holer in the in Tennessee down on the whiskey trail down there and uh, hopefully I'll get to catch up with uh, Nash when he get when he returns he's still on this awesome trip you know one of these most awesome of awesome of awesome golf trips through, you know, New Zealand, Australia, King Island, oh, Balmbugle. You know, another Santa, one of those yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, So uh, we're going to catch up with um, Nash when he gets back and just talk a little bit of golf travel because, uh, you know, he he believes that Australia is the next destination for all things American golf travel. Oh, absolutely. So um, anyway, we're going to talk to him about that. But he was a mate of mates with uh, Zach Blair. So, mate, what else uh, emanated out of the uh, farmers at uh, Tory Pines? Nah, nothing. Nothing much? That was it. Loose one. Yep. Don't care about anything else. Getting up the nose of the Americans on the uh, golf results around the globe, the Aussies, well done. Good. That's so fitting on Australia Day. Now, we must – we can't pass on. We should have maybe did this at the start, Rocket, but as gloating as we can be about uh, the Aussies and the performance – what a sad day in sport. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible news with uh, the tragic events surrounding the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and uh, his team, uh, is it some teammates and some other people in that helicopter tr- crash in Calabasas. Just terrible news to, to wake up to. As good as Mark Leishman winning was, it was terrible, terrible, terrible and sad news. And uh, as a reminder to us all that life can be short so make the most of it. Live the best life of it. Is not a, life is not a practice round. You don't get to go again. And, you know, kiss the ones that you love when you leave them every morning for work and when you say goodnight to them, ring the people that you care about, check in with them, with your mates, with your loved ones. Anyway, you know, it was sad news. Well, and, sorry, go on. Yeah, well, just on that, you know, I, I after doing many a long drive in the last few days, so I had a bit of a first time month I got to have a sleep in so I didn't get to hear the news early this morning turn my phone on and then bang that's the first bit I saw and I just couldn't believe it and there's a mate of mine who has converted he's a massive basketball fan he's a big one of the biggest he's probably the biggest Kobe Bryant fan I know on the planet and instantly I thought about him and oh, I just Reached, I just called him and just said, you know, how you doing? And he goes, mate, I'm struggling. <laughs> um, it was his wife's birthday today as well. He walked out in the, into the room. He had a, this big day planned for her and stuff. And and um, she told him the news and just floored him. So, you know, he's, you know, he's not just a sports person. You know, he's quite an amazing athlete. And if there's one five-minute clip that I want people to go and watch, 
just go on YouTube, look up Mamba Mentality, Mamba, M-A-M-B-A, because he's named the Black Mamba because he was just like an assassin. And it's just five minutes of what the essence of what who Kobe, Kobe Bryant is. And it's uh, – I have that thing saved. I watch it a lot because I think he's inspirational and people forget that the dude won an Oscar about 12 months ago for a short movie because he was branching out and doing some other things. So, and it's just, yeah, it's just, I don't know, devastating. And I don't think it'll fully sink in at all. So, mm. Yes, mate. Very sad. But, uh, you know, his legacy, you know, through all of that uh, vision and all of that inspiration will definitely live on. We won't forget about him, but uh, he's not with us anymore to show us that magic. And, yeah, what a sad day. Anyway, mate, uh, let's keep chortling on. What else has come by by um, my world? If you follow my ross.flanagan.golf Instagram, you may have seen a picture of me the other week or a little video playing with the Tor Striker Smart Ball which is something that I've had for a little while and it's worthy of note because it's a training aid developed by the Tor Striker people uh, who are rapidly rising in their world of providing excellent products for elite golfers and non-elite golfers to get better at golf. Now, the Tor Striker Smart Ball, and this isn't sponsored at all, this is just something that I use personally and that's all the reason what I'm talking about it, but it's a great little tool. Designed for me, I want to help it to help me with my pitching. And uh, anyway, they've they released another product uh, last year, and it went cocoa bananas. Only did a small batch, and it ran out. And if there's if there's any ever a way with any product around the world, and uh, and I learnt this in my Mercedes days and car industry days, if you want to create demand, you create scarcity. Now, when the Tor Striker plane mate went into scarcity, everyone wanted one. Now they've just released their recent batch and I've got one and I used it yesterday and just to sample it just to try it I was only down the range for an hour or so put it on took a couple of little videos and posted the Tor Striker Plane Mate Roscoe video just a back back view and a side view never in my life have I ever had any response like I have to those two little clips of me using that essentially what is a belt uh, with a rail that attaches around your right hip, a rubber band, uh, like a torsion band, which attaches to the club, and you have to hit the ball. We'll talk about what it's designed to do in a second, but never has I had any amount of people contact me about, what is this? I've heard about it. How does it work? Is it good? Will it suit me? Fantastic. The Tor Striker Plane, mate. It's my new toy, and it's another weapon in my arsenal, in my openly... Um, Spoken goal of getting to scratch this year, Rocket. You're going to help me get there. You're part of the uh, journey to scratch. I don't like using that term, but uh, my journey. Scratch. To sc- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that goal. Oh, I guess I've been I've been basically off the off the off the beaten track for a month. So, well, I talked about I'm, it. On, I'm, actually, I didn't talk about it here. I talked about it on the Mental Mastery Golf Podcast. But um, Jamie and I talked about that, and you know, maybe maybe three point four shots is a little too far, but uh, I don't think it is. And the top- hey, aim high. Well, exactly right, mate. Exactly right, and I've learned that. Aim high, and if you get halfway, that's a massive achievement. 
but this thing is um this thing is unbelievable now uh you should check it out but the really cool thing is i had a question about it and i i hadn't done anything because i posted it last night i wake up this morning and both david woods uh, who's the co-founder who's like one of the top 50 coaches in the world and uh and um, Martin Chuck from Tor Striker had reposted the video, and which they do. They didn't do it for me specifically. They do it for anyone who posts a video for uh, Tor Striker products, and they're really cool like that. But uh, you know, these two guys have just just finished with this massive week at the PGA Show. Uh, the plane mate was awarded um, one of the um, products of the of the PGA Show, so it was awarded and, and regarded there very highly. And here they are posting my little you know Roscoe video. Um, down at the range at Peninsula on their their Instagram, I reached out to David Woods and I said, "You know, David, thanks." That was it. He went, "No worries." Oh, okay. He responds, "Great." Um, Am I doing it right? He said, it "Looks perfect." I had another little question about the long band. I said, "You know, I had a challenge with the long band. So there's two bands. There's a short band, which is essentially for pitching, and uh, the shorter clubs, and there's a long band which you use for the longer irons and driver." I had a question about the long band. He just came back with the feedback. He said, just move it back up the shaft a bit and uh, and you're away. And it was just really cool. But, uh, yeah, it's a really interesting product. Uh, yeah. Think about a belt like a weightlifter's belt. Wraps around your waist. It's got a rail on the right-hand side. You clip on like a bungee cord. It attaches to your shaft and then you hit. So think about your Tommy Fleetwood-style held-off uh, follow-through. That's sort of what you are trying to achieve. But the com- Pressure of the ball is unbelievable, and if you've ever wondered what ground force is, and using ground force, and if you look at the Tor Striker paraphernalia that talks about ground force, you have to use. I now understand what ground force is, and when Rory McIlroy ta- talks about it, I have a little glimpse of understanding. I can't say I understand it perfectly, but understanding what it using the ground force is because you have to leverage into the ground. Hard to explain. Watch the video. But uh, anyway, I just thought we'd talk about product because I've started to talk a little bit about products. I'm not going to I'm not going to run away from products because I get to see and touch and feel a lot of them. So we may as well talk about it when we can. Rocket, what do you reckon? I like to look at that thing. Um, I want to I want to have a tinker. Well, you can have a tinker. No problems. I've got one, so uh, you can tinker tinker with my uh, Tor Striker plane mate. Once again, not an ad for Tor Striker plane mate. Absolutely not. You know, I. Paid, paid my money for it, and uh, but uh, it's a good thing. Any other products? Nah. So we had, we released the podcast last week, uh, Rocket While You're Away, with uh, Tim Wise. So Tim Wise is back. Yep. So the uh, Cobra SZ release is out there, and a lot of people uh, have loved listening to that. Timmy's going to uh, join us with a little bit of instruction, short game instruction uh, this year, which is going to be very beneficial and part of the master plan um cunningly for me to get Timmy involved in that because uh, his short game is sublime to say the least. Yep. Uh, we've got a couple of interviews already done, Rocket. I've got a really, really good one with an interesting chap uh, who I met from the UK. Uh, really great story. Um, we also have next week coming out the uh, discussion with Tom Carroll. So I held that back. I did that a while, uh, a week or so ago, but because the new SIM product just hasn't hit the shelves yet in Australia... Yep. Um, they ha- the guys have started doing their promotional tour, but the SIM product doesn't release until February the 7th. Yeah, so okay. we'll release the uh, Tommy Carroll uh, overview of the SIM product next week. Very good. And Tommy tells us some of the stories from the uh, his time on the Euro tour, which is cool. 
So, yeah, it's all happening, mate. It's all happening. It's all go. And you're back. I'm back. I'm back. Huh. I'm back. Bryson's back. Everyone's back. Bryson f- sort of failed at the final stages there last night, didn't he? He sort of bailed out in 16, got f- caught in the long grass and just couldn't get out. And the sad You know fa- what makes it great? What is makes that, it great? You know, all the, all, the, um, all the talk about the PGA Tour bringing in the new slow play rules where instead of it's the group and they're going to ping the individuals and Bryson was asked about it, as he was asked about every other thing, and he goes, oh, I don't think I'm going to have to worry about that anymore because all the work I'm doing in the gym, I'm hitting it, I'm hitting it so much further. You know, I now hit it past most people, so I'm last to hit. I don't think I'll have any problems around slow play. Guess who got put on the clock a couple of times on the weekend? Bryson. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, he just, he just—he's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it's so good. I oh, love it. He's trying to get better. I love it. He's, look, he's trying to get better. Oh, come on. He's just, he's a fraud. He is a fraud. He is the fraudulent physicist. And every time I watch him and every time I listen to him, he is not proving me wrong. Andy Johnson on the Friday gave him a bit of a raise, didn't he? Oh, absolutely. He thinks he's an idiot. <laughs> oh, dear. He thinks he's a complete idiot. Because oh. some of the things he talks about is just dumb. Like it is. It's like, you're trying to bulk up. Like, like who does that? Like, everyone else, like, he was he was already like a top five, top ten golfer in the world, winning a lot of events. And as soon as he's gone on this obsession about being in the gym, and it's funny because like Andy talked about, he said maybe it is because of the when Brooks confronted him on the practice screen, maybe he was scared and he thought, I better bulk up and, you know, so that I, I, I'm not going to get the sand kicked on my face. In case you have to um, get ready to rumble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And since he's done that, like his results are going the opposite direction. And and I, I was thinking a bit more about it because even like he's trying to hit it further. Right? So his focus is on everything else and it, the things that made him good are, are, are being eroded. Right? And this is that people obsessing over working on the things that are not their strengths. They're working on their weaknesses rather than honing. You, you can try and get a what You work around your weaknesses and you focus on your strengths because that's what you're really good at. So just they're the things that make you unique and why you're great. Like, And then Andy brought up stuff around Phil. And as much as we love talking about Phil, my man Lefty, and the fact that he's trying to hit bombs and attack pins. Uh, and he brought up on Shotgun Start that statistically, since he's been trying to hit bombs, he's become, yes, he's a bit longer, but he's actually become a bit looser off the tee, less accurate, meaning that then Phil is probably outside of, top, behind Tiger, Phil's probably the next best iron player on the planet. Um, and then in coupled with that short game. So he's now putting himself in worse positions because he's not – doesn't need to be longer. He just needed to be in the fairway mm. more often. So you've got these two people that are trying to do something. Phil didn't need to be another 20 yards longer. It was ridiculous. Um, 
Bryson didn't need to be another 20 yards longer. He was already reasonably long as it was. And his game was really sound everywhere else. And he was winning. But he's not winning anymore. And Phil's not contending. So maybe they need to go back and listen to Mental Mastery or something like that. Or or read. I can give them a few books called Strength uh, around Strength Finder in terms of you focus on what your talents are and everything that you're not good at, you forget about because there's no point working on it because it's a waste of time. Oh, just for the benefit of the listeners, uh, Rocket, what's the name of that book again? Uh, Strength Finder by Tom Rath. There you go. Strength Finder by Tom Rath. Yeah. Golden it, value there for you. Uh, it uh, is. It is the it is the best book, best $15 anyone will ever spend in their life. What was the other book that you were reading that Matt Bovee uh, from TaylorMade uh, HQ in Carlsbad uh, inquired with you on? Oh, oh yes. That's um, – I'll give you the exact title. So oh, I've just got it right near me, actually. I, was, I, I so, can't remember because I was asleep. By, Ast- by, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry by mm. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm, sorry. It was, what was that again? I was asleep. Ast- put me, you put me to Ast- sleep already. <laughs> You're funny, man. Astrophysics for People in a Hurry by Neil deGrasse Tyson. So there Amazing. you go. If you're wondering uh, why, the, why the geniuses at uh, TaylorMade HQ are um, what they're reading, that's what they're into because uh, as soon as they saw Rocket uh, reading that, they were inquiring, what is this like? I need to get it. Matt Bovee, the uh, guy, chief product yeah. creator. There you go. That's a, that's a really, really good book. And, and I'll tell you the exact you – know, I'll try and – I'm just over near my bookshelf. I've got the ones I've read and the ones I haven't read in a stack. Give me a second. Give me a second. Oh, no. Wife must have cleaned it up. Mrs. Rocket, what have you done? Oh, there it is. Oh, Strengths Finder 2.0. Tom Rath. Yep, best 15 bucks you'll ever spend in your life. If you want to learn about what your actual talents are and then because you'll – this is digressing a little bit from golf, but if you want to understand what you're actually good at, like what your talent is um, – this book is for you because then it'll be one of those things where you go, why, why does this interest me? Why do, why do these type of tasks or these activities, why am I interested in that? Why do these other ones bore me to death? This book will tell you exactly what you intuitively knew, but now you actually know what it is and it gives you a whole list of um, activities and things to work on those strengths or talents to turn them into strengths. It's fantastic. Best 15 bucks you'll ever spend, ever. There you go. Might have to start a little uh, book review club, uh, Rocket. Uh, we can <laughs> review some. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll compete with Reese Witherspoon. Uh, she has a book club every month on okay. Instagram. Okay. Well, we might have to do that. Uh, I, I was actually gifted a little book the other day. Um, surprised that I didn't have it, but uh, Tom Doak's Little Red, uh, Confidential Little Red Book. Uh, little oh. red, yeah, go I got it sitting out there. I think I've got too many other books I've still got to finish reading uh, before I go and invest in all the Tom Doak ones. They are, they look so enticing. Mm. I'm just a shocking reader. I'm more of a listener. So uh, I'm not sure if, we can da- if I can download that on Audible, but uh, I'll definitely try and download your book on Audible, Rocket, and that'll that'll do me on my hour and a half each way trip uh, into the city. Now, <laughs> back to Phil. <laughs> he did make me chuckle when I saw a quote uh, from Phil he must have been asked about, you know, is he going to uh, make his way onto the Champions Tour? Yes. yes. <laughs> when, not, I, when, when, I, when I'm not hitting any more bombs. When I stop hitting bombs, the, while I'm hitting bombs, I'm still ready to be out here. That was fantastic. 
gave me. No, if you're the if you're the commissioner for the Champions Tour, knowing that Phil turns fifty, you must be thinking to yourself, "I'm hoping this man comes onto this tour." But Phil, being Phil, I reckon he's trying to figure out a way he could probably play the next five years. Yep on the PGA Tour and play against young guys because he doesn't want to play against the guys he's already beaten for the last 30 years. Hey, Phil is my he inspiration. He wants to play the young guys. Phil is my inspiration of the of the times uh, because, uh, you know, we, we're not too far away in age and uh, what he's doing there and the whole reason why he's behind it, uh, I'm all for it. And uh, you, you know, know if you look how much weight he lost with his, with his coffee-only diet for six weeks. Yeah. He looks very felt. Oh, unbelievable. But uh, I'm not sure if I could do the coffee-only uh, diet. But I don't know. I've thought about it over the holidays. But, mm. you know, there's too many sausages to have off the barbecue. <laughs> in the new age caravan, built, into, built into the front on the drawbar, I bet, with the uh, couple of gas bottles out the front there, Rocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah beautiful. Yeah, quite efficient. Oh, might, have, might, might be looking to upgrade that one middle of the year. Really? Do we need to start advertising now? If anyone was interested in a uh, low mileage, you know, state of the art new age caravan with indoor bathroom and shower facilities, enough to sleep a family of triplets and adults. Yep, four bunks, queen bed, fold out, on full ensuite, kitchen, dinette, nineteen foot, can be towed with most general purpose two point seven ton vehicles. What are you going to upgrade to? Are we, are we, do you think you might ever go to like an RV, like a GRV, golf nah, recreational nah, vehicle? No, 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 no. No, that Patrick, presents another set of problems. We could probably podcast about that on its own. Patrick Koenig of Australia. You could be like the. <laughs> no, just something a little bit, just a little bit bigger. Um, oh, I think it's a bit more storage space that we need. Um, there's. Mm. We're very limited options, so I've got a few that I've got my eye on. So um, one particular model in particular, uh, eyeballing that one for, for probably try and buy it this year. Look, uh, but we'll if, see how we go. If you have uh, stayed the course at the 48-minute mark to this point of the conversation, it is late oh. on a Monday night of an Australian <laughs> we upset, weekend. We might upset Keeley as well. So we've, we've, we've pivoted from lawn – appreciation into now RV, caravan and camping. I'll come back to what I was going to say, but you reminded me to say good luck to uh, team. I think Keely's representing team Adam Scott. Scott. She's yep. over there in uh, in the desert somewhere in the States on the uh, – I don't know what the tournament name is because it escapes me at the moment, but there's kids from all around the world all representing different um, uh, major winners – on teams playing against each other out there in the desert. The pictures look fabulous, but good luck to Keely. She's with uh, maybe three or five, maybe there's about six young ladies. And she'll be on the greens probably right now, grooving her putting stroke with the same uh, putting aid that I use. Oh, the the Pels thing. Yeah, very good. Yes, yes. So good luck to Keely, friend of the podcast, and uh, good luck and look forward to catching up with you when you get back. But – if you have got to this point in the podcast at now 49 minutes, thank you once again for tuning in. We are nearly at the end. If you are of the caravanning nature and you would like to give Rocket some advice on his caravan of choice for the future, if you understand that language, hit him up, Infosec Rocket on Instagram. Let him know. If you know some, some, someone who's in the caravan world, 
tell him to get in contact with Rocket because he is the man for caravans and lawns. I'll, I'll shill a caravan if I have to. <laughs> and mate, um, hopefully we can. I can get you some. Uh, speaking of Mark Leishman, I can get you some uh, Leishman Lager. They've been in contact. The Leishman Lager people have been in contact, and there may be a six pack coming your way, Rocket. Giddy for, up for a sampleage. Uh, no good at my end, but uh, we might get you the mid-strength. I will video that. I will I will do a proper product review. Not only will I, I be doing it like that, I will be doing it after I mow the lawn in honour of my lawn spirit, spirit guide. I don't think any other golf podcast in Australia, let alone the globe, could deliver promotional content for a new product in Australia. Now, I'm not an alcohol drinker, no one could deliver it as you could with the lawn. You really are channeling your inner Mark Leishman, and then you're going yep. to drink his beer after doing it, mate. That's fantastic. That's worth it. That's I'll, I'll even I'll even pull the pull the barbecue my Ziggy out of the caravan to to slap a few snags down after I've mowed the lawn. Snag and a and a Leishman lager. This is going to be the best product review ever. That's worth a slab. It's not worth a six pack. I'm upping. I'm officially representing you on this uh, quest. That's worth a slab. It's not worth the six pack. <laughs> All right, mate. Now we know when we're getting flippant at the uh, this stage of the juncture that it's time to go. It's time to uh, wish everyone all the best and thank them once again for tuning into the My Love of Golf podcast. I nearly said Mental Mastery Golf podcast. I did that on on the other podcast the other day. I said My Love of Golf, but either way, <laughs> you should catch up with both of them. You've got Rocket back here. Uh, that is music again. There's that's his music. There's Rocket's music. Welcome back, buddy. Thanks for joining us again in 2020. I'm glad our people and your people could come to terms on the massive contract and delivering a slab of Leishman Lager might be just the only part that I can fulfil it. It's great to have you back, mate. It's great to have you back. It's an absolute pleasure. Until next time, we'll hear you on the My Love of Golf podcast.